Welcome back to the Decades of Strength podcast. On today's episode, Sam, Nicole, and I talk all about our own personal styles of training. We actually all train very differently. We started differently. We do different things, and yet we all get great results. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, welcome back to the Decades of Strength podcast. I have Nicole and Kim and me, Sam, all here together. And today we are going to talk everything to do with strength training and all three of our training styles. So hi, Nicole. Hi, Kim. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? Friggin' Monday. (laughs) (laughs) I got a case of the Mondays. (laughs) That's so funny. I love Monday. Oh, not me. <laughs> Did you guys work out today? No, I wish. No, no. I am currently I am currently using Monday as a rest day, which is not my preference. But Tuesday is the start of my uh, working out week these these days. Oh, that's kind of nice though, changing things up. Yeah, it's just it's necessary with my schedule right now. It's just temporary. Yeah, I prefer working out Mondays. But yeah, start the week off strong. Got to. Gotta get it in when you can get it in. Yep, (laughs) it's true. So I figured today we could talk all about training styles, um, kind of where you guys are at now, what you're doing in the gym, what I'm doing in the gym, and we can kind of all talk about the evolution of our training styles, maybe where we started off and kind of how that's spiraled into where we're at now. Um, And so I kind of wanted to take the, I have the first question be, um, what are you guys doing? Are you following a program? Are you you kind of doing your own thing talk to me about um what your what your plan is in the gym right now uh let's go with why don't we start with nicole cool um yeah so um i'm a little bit all over the place for the last couple of years i've been um primarily training at a crossfit gym however i did take a couple months in the fall to take a break from crossfit classes um i still worked out at my crossfit gym i just did my um own thing I actually hired a coach online. Um, I wanted help with my nutrition, or not help, but I wanted accountability with my nutrition, and I wanted a um, training program to help me get my back strong, uh-huh. and I cannot follow my own programs. Um, I like the programs that I write, but for some reason, when I, it's like when you make a sandwich, like it's never <laughs> as good as when someone else makes your sandwich. True. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. So um, I did that for a couple months and my back is like phenomenal. And now I'm back in the crazy CrossFit world that I just friggin' love. <laughs> That's awesome. Nicole, what was going on with your back? So it last July, I, I think I was overtrained. I didn't think in my back or anything. I've never had a back issue. I just think I was overtraining. Um, and I ended up hurting my back like on a back squat. And I didn't realize until I went into my workout of the day and did my first, um, what was I doing? Uh, kettlebell swing. And I was like, whoa, what is that? And then I continued to do the 20-minute workout even though I had hurt my back. Um, yeah. Because oh, because I'm mentally I'm like, oh, I can't stop working out in the middle of class in front of everyone like a noob. And <laughs> I just like I'm like an idiot. Um I would never tell anyone else to do that, but I did it myself. And then mm-hmm. it just really hurt and it took like six months of just um, oh. chiropractic care, um, lots of stuff, um, you know, mobility stuff doing on my own and and trying to work out. And then I started getting stronger. And I thought, you know, I want to just lift on my own for a couple months and do that. Nice. And your back is good, though. Yeah, my back is phenomenal. Like when I say you need to like, take time and really do it right, you have to because I tried to go back too quickly. And I heard it two more times after that. And then I said, No, do it right. Yeah. Um, And I did it right. And it took a long time, but I'm feeling strong. So I'm happy. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So I'd love to hear more about what right was like, what did you do? What kind of training were you doing to get your back ready to go back to CrossFit? Um, So I was seeing a chiropractor every single week. And she gave me tons of um, mobility exercises to do and also exercises to like strengthen my hips. Mm. Because um, it's so my right leg is weaker than my left. So I think that's where a lot of it came from just um, tight right glute. 
and my hips. And so I really worked on one, strengthening my right leg, and then two, making sure that I was, we always have a really long warm up in CrossFit, but I'm never specifically paying attention to my glutes or hips. So separately doing that on my own before classes was a huge help. And then the heating pad every single night before bed. Ooh. Yeah, I still get on the It's Now habit. Like, every night before bed, I put the heating pad, like, on my lower back. And sometimes I put it on my traps. <laughs> it just feels good. Okay. Yeah. Nice. A lot of work. Yeah. But if it makes you feel good. If yeah. it makes you feel good, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah, about I you, Kim? Like, that addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, like, remind the question. What, how we're training now? Yeah, yeah. What's your, what are you following? Are you following a program? I absolutely follow a program. I've been following a, a program, not my own program, for the past two years. Mm. Had a coach. I've had a coach, and um, I love not programming for myself because I did for a long time. And there's just the there's just the the um, the inherent temptation to focus on what you like and what you're good at, and not do the stuff you need to do and the stuff that's going to make you better at what you want to be at yeah. when you're programming for yourself. And so it's good to have somebody else say, "This is what you're doing." And have somebody, um, you know, help you strengthen your weaknesses and get better at what you're already good at. So that's what I've been doing. I focus um, on getting stronger for powerlifting. I will compete again at some point this year. I don't know when exactly. Um, but, yeah, I'm really focused on that. Yeah. How's the deadlift going? I know you've been working a lot on that. Yeah. Okay. I just smiled so big. Whenever anybody wants to talk to me about <laughs> my deadlift, I'm excited. <laughs> Hello? Oh, hey. Oh. I think we lost Kim. Oh, is she a goner? <laughs> she got so excited about her deadlift that she just, uh, <laughs> she she had just to, went go. to go deadlift. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry, <while> she... guys. <laughs> My we son just called. No. <laughs> Did you go get a quick set in? <laughs> <laughs> you said deadlift. I had to go lift. I swear I silenced my phone and locked yeah. it. People still call me anyway. Um, <laughs> no yes, worries. I, I fainted. I was so excited about talking about my deadlift. I flat out fainted. Okay. So, so my deadlift, shooting for 300 in the next six months. Right Hell now, yeah. I got up to 270, which is what I pulled at our the meet we did together last fall. Yeah. So I did 270 by two just a couple weeks ago. And I oh, my gosh. Done, and I could have done more. So I'm – Honing in on that 300. Oh, yeah. Really hard at it. That's so great. Do you think that that is what's uh, driving you to, like, get out of bed and train in the morning? Like, having your eyes set on that number? Oh, for sure. And just, like, trying to get... Oh, for sure. I'm super excited about that and about getting a bodyweight bench. And as far as training goes, those are the two things that really drive me. 100%. That's super exciting. Kim, what is... I mean, uh, sorry. Nicole, do do you have a specific um, thing that you're striving for with your training? Um, Consistency. Yeah. Because I'm a loser. (laughs) Um, Basically, I've been, like, sick three times this winter. And, like, kids get sick. And so I would love to just get my butt to the gym three times a week. And I would be so freaking happy. Yeah. Um, and apparently, I can't remember how to do hipping pull-ups anymore, so I'd like to get better at those. But those are my goals right now, consistency and kipping pull-ups. <laughs> okay. Nice. Those are two pretty solid goals. Yeah. Sam, what do you have going on in the gym? What are you up to these days? <sighs> what am I up to? Um, well, so I actually took a stab at writing my own programming for this past um, past two months. Ooh. And I, it's not something I've ever done and actually stuck to. Like, okay. I always, like, play around. I'm like, oh, I'm going to, like, write my program, you know. Um, but this time I wrote it and I actually have been doing it. And I've been doing all the things I don't want to do. Good well, for you. Yeah, it's, it's not – I won't say it's easy, but um, it's been fun because – some I, I tend to go through periods of training where I'm not necessarily training for anything specific. Like, I'm just, like, working out just because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, you know what? I kind of want to write a program focused on what I need to work on the most or what I want to work on the most and then see if I can stick to it. So this is my last week of my four-week plan. And then I think I'm going to do some modifications to it and run it again. 
and see how it goes. But so far, so good. Like it's it's been um, enjoyable and just the right amount of pain. <laughs> <laughs> and what is what has your focus been? Like, what's the goal of the plan? Like, what are you working on? Um, so I'm lifting four days a week, and I'm doing some type of like metabolic conditioning or like band work, like one one to two times a week. Um, and so I think the priority is pull-ups and glutes so really getting my hip thrust uh number up and increasing the amount of pull-ups I can do in like consecutively and then also like total within a workout so yeah so where are you at with all of that where are you at with your hip thrust um so my let's see I've been doing kind of like pyramid sets for my hip thrust so I'm working from like it's like a 15, 10, 5, and then a 20 rep set. And so I've, I'm approach. I'm in like the 300s for the low numbers. So mm-hmm. like first sets of five, I'm doing like three, some, I don't know, whatever, 305 or 310. Um, and for the higher rep range, I'm, I'm like at like 200, which man, that's like, I couldn't yeah. even get off the floor this morning. I did that workout <laughs> this morning and I, I like my last rep, I was like, Oh, okay. I don't know if I would be able to walk home. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's been going, that's been going well. I mean, it's, it's slow increase only because it's like, you know, the stronger you, you are, the harder it is to get stronger. Yeah. But it's, it's good. It's good. Even just adding like a rep each week or, you know, five pounds here or there. Yeah. um and the pull-ups are going i yeah i don't work on them as much as i should but um i've just how much do you work on them oh like twice a week okay yeah i i was i had a goal to do five pull-ups a day and that quickly didn't happen so i need to be more conservative i think i just need to start with one a day and then build from there okay do you have a pull-up bar at home that you're doing that with or when you're at the gym um, I do have a pull-up bar at home, but I do my workouts all at the gym. So I'll, okay. I'll do my, my pull-ups at the gym while I'm like okay. in that mental space space. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I do that more pull-ups at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think it's good if you're, it, it, it can go one of two ways. One, it just collects dust or two, you can actually like use it like to grease the wheel, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and like constantly just like do randomly one. I used to make myself do one every time I walked under it, which it's the threshold between my bedroom and the kitchen. So yeah. I ended up doing a lot of them, but I kind of stopped that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did originally when I was first trying to learn to do a pull-up. I had um, my pull-up bar in my the the door between my bathroom and my bedroom and I would do two every time I went under that's great and it really did help I kind of did too much and it hurt my elbow but I think if you don't do too much I think it's a really good way because pull-ups respond really well to a lot of practice people who are trying to get good at pull-ups like once a week it just doesn't it doesn't work yeah it's not enough yeah yeah I agree so that kind of want that makes me want to ask this question so you guys talked about what you're doing now um and how long, I guess, have you been doing what you're doing? I know, Kim, you said two years. Uh, Nicole, I, I wasn't sure how long you were, you've been doing CrossFit. But can you kind of, like, take us back and talk a little bit about, like, the evolution of your training style? Maybe, like, where you started. It could be way back when. Um, and kind of, like, walk us through that journey. Sure. Um, I guess if I go way back when, I mean, I – was a cheerleader and played field hockey in high school. So that's really when athletics started for me. And then um, early 20s, I pretty much just spent my time binge drinking and getting cellulite and not really exercising. Um, and, then, and then I met my husband and he was like super into the gym and he skied and I was like, I better get my shit together. Um, and I started running and skiing um, and I really hated running mainly because I was terrible at it and I was like I'm gonna get good at this and um I made some progress I never really got great I really liked doing 5k's and stuff like that um and then I actually like I thought I hurt my hip but I I had like a little small muscle tear in my abs and so I spent like five months in physical therapy for that three days a week and then that fully healed and then I decided um, I'm never going to be a runner again. And I decided to get into strength training and I hired my um, 
I found Mike Vacanti and I was like, what is online coaching? This is so weird. Um, but I was like, I'm going to pay this really cute guy on the internet a lot of money. And, <laughs> and, and that's what I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and it was great because I was like, whoa, I have abs. And I always thought you had to be like, you know, running 100 miles a week to get abs. And um that's when I started strength training. So that was like a long time ago. And then I kind of just lifted on my own for a while. And then I was just kind of bored. And my husband um, trained at a CrossFit. And I was used to like make fun of him all the time. I'd be like, so what was the wad at your box today? Like, I was such a douche. <laughs> um, and then I decided to just go do some sessions with the trainer there just out of boredom. And then I was like, oh, I like this. I'm going to come keep coming. Back. <laughs> You're like, I take it all back. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I used to get, I used to be like, this doesn't make sense or this doesn't make sense. Cause at that point I was already a personal trainer and I was just so used to just like sort of bodybuilding style workouts. Yeah. Um, and it was like a little weird for me. Um, but now it's weird for me when I go back just to do like, you know, when I was training again with Mike in the fall, I was like, this is weird for me because I just got so accustomed to like a CrossFit style um, training. But yeah, that's that's my evolution, I guess. Wow, that's pretty solid. That yeah. is. You've come a long that's way. Fair. I have come a very long way. <laughs> you have. So before, before Kim, before you tell us all of your story, I have one more question for you, Nicole. Do you think, what do you think the most pivotal part of your training was like when do you feel like it clicked for you or when do you think you found the thing you loved um I think as soon as I started strength training and um seeing results and seeing that I could lift heavier and you know looking at form videos online and like you know really getting interested I think at that point um but then I think there was also a second stage when I started I, I feel like I've always limited myself in self-confidence, like physical things. Um, and I think when I started training at CrossFit, like sometimes these workouts are like, I'm telling you, you just think you're going to die sometimes. Yeah. Um, but being able to do them and get through them, like, I feel like that was a huge push for me confidence wise. Um, and of course you can be like totally confident in one workout and then, and another one look like an absolute a-hole. Um, but I, but I think I two, two, two different turning points, I guess. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Um, okay. So Kim, what about, what about you? So way back when I was doing nothing and <laughs> I started, believe it or not, it's kind of embarrassing. I started by doing like Jillian Michaels 30 day shred videos and that's kind of what I did with these DVDs. And then I did P90X and thought I was amazing for being able to do that. <laughs> oh. And um, then after that is when I met this friend of ours who moved in. I've, and I've talked about this a little before. He moved into our house. We were helping him out for a few months. And he liked to train like bodybuilding style. And I was his ride to the gym. And he asked one day if I wanted to train with him and he would teach me. And he did, and I loved it. And so I started training more bodybuilding style, so body part splits. And because he was a guy, by that I mostly mean we never trained legs. <laughs> and we trained, <laughs> I trained chest and biceps like three times a week. And then the other, we trained five days a week. And the other days, maybe we'd get a little bit of back and triceps. And like every 10 days or so, we'd do legs. And, um, after he moved to California, I started trying to figure it all out on my own. And the very first book I bought was um, Brett Contreras's Strong Curves. Have you guys ever seen that book? Yeah, yeah I'm looking I, at I it right now. Yeah. You are? It's yeah. a good program. Like, yeah. it's a really solid start to how to strength train. Yeah. And so I started teaching myself using Brett's book. Um, and soon after that is when I got certified uh, as a trainer. And then I did a group online coaching with Erin Stern. She is, um, do you guys know who she is? No. She's a, no. she's a, she's a two-time Miss Olympia. So bodybuilding. Oh. Um, okay. She's crazy fit. And so I did this group online training with her. Again, it was all body part splits, um, back and bicep, chest and tricep, legs, that kind of thing. It was six days a week. It was pretty intense. I really liked it. Um, 
And because I like lifting, I like lifting a lot. I always liked the, the times we got to lift heavier. I loved doing, you know, deadlifts and those kinds of things. But I had no idea about powerlifting at that point. But I wanted to compete. And I thought I wanted to compete in bodybuilding. Because she did that. And I thought she was pretty cool. And I decided right about the time where I should have been thinking like, all right, I can get a coach specifically to train for a show. I decided it wasn't for me. Um, and it's around the same time. I read an article about powerlifting and I was very interested in the idea and found um, an online group powerlifting training for women who were beginners, which was exactly where I was. Um, and a woman by the name of Jennifer Vogelgazang, Vogelgazang Blake, she goes by JVB because of her, the hardest of her name. She <sighs> was running that program with Jen Sinclair. I don't know if you know who Jen oh, cool. is. Um, yeah. Um, it's called unapologetically strong. And I think they still do group coaching through that. And that was my intro to powerlifting. And I did like a three month, um, group training with them and just loved like literally every second of it. Like wow. could not get enough of it. And then I decided I definitely wanted to compete in a meet and I signed up to do a meet and I didn't have a coach and I was done that training. And I kind of just got myself ready. <laughs> and as I was doing that, I hired my current coach, uh, Jordan Syatt. And I've been with him for the past couple of years. He started working with me right after my first meet. And I just love it. I love training for powerlifting. I love getting strong. I love working um, on deadlifting and bench pressing. And I, I tolerate squats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw you back squatted. And I know. you didn't die. I didn't die. My shoulders are feeling okay. So this is actually, I just got my new training plan this morning cool. and I have back squats back in for the first time. And like, I don't know, it's been a long time. So my shoulders, I, my PT and I talked and my coach and I talked and we're going to give it a go and see if I can do it. Cool. So, yeah. That's so exciting. So, so same question you? goes, well, before you, oh. before I'll, oh, yeah. I'll answer, but for you, do you, what do you think the pivotal like turning point was for you finding what you love? Um, gosh, it was, it was just the first time I started trying to get really strong. That first program I did with JVB, like bench press, squat, deadlift, and the focus was all about getting stronger, mm -hmm. not just about like making my muscles bigger. And yeah, not that I don't like that because I do, I really do. Like I want to look good, but the idea that the focus was on what I could do in the gym just really appealed to me. Yeah. 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 And, and I guess that's a, I think that's like a general, when that shift happens from going from like, Oh, I just want to look better to, Oh, I want to get stronger. I want to feel better. I yeah. think that's like when you actually like genuinely do have that switch and don't just say it, but really like want that. I feel like that's where the progress like accelerates, like bam, you know, like, yeah. cause you're not focused on the aesthetic stuff that you can't control anyways, you know, like, you can't you can't control on how fast you you get strong, but if you put the work in, it's it's gonna happen. You know, it's like it is. Yeah, it's like it's just, it's not like science is not gonna work in your favor. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's that's really cool. Um, how about you, Sam? So let's see. Um, I mean, I always played sports in like growing up all through you know since I was like a little kid, um, but I was never particularly good at anything. Like I played a lot, like I danced. I was good at dancing. I com I danced competitively, um, but I played like soccer, softball, and I was like mediocre at best. Um, but I played. I ended up playing softball in college, and that was fun. But it was just D three. It wasn't really anything that serious, um, or at least you know the team wasn't that serious. I went to a like a design school mm. time to to play in the first place, but I just honestly wanted to do something to keep me moving. Um, and so after, after that, like I didn't do anything for a while. Cause I just was, I don't know. I just didn't really like value, um, moving or working out and I, I didn't really like it. Um, but I ended up after college, my roommate and I decided we were going to do Kewa Itsinez's the Australian girl oh, who does that yeah, yeah. beach bikini body thing. Mm -hmm. Um, oh. so okay. yeah, yeah, we did that and I actually so during it I tried to tell myself I liked it but I actually hated it like <laughs> so much and I, I did it like four three rounds which I think it was like eight it was 12 weeks um so that's like that's like six nine months and I hated it it was very like plyometric based body weight based 
I was I would literally count down the minutes until it was done. Like wow. it was brutal. Um, and then I also had my I had some fun with P90X, and I hated that because it was all plyometrics. <laughs> and I, like every rep, I'd be like, I hate this so much. <laughs> and it was just I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, and then I think like one day in the gym, I got stopped by one of the instructors in at the gym and he was like, Hey, why don't you come take my class? And it was like a cross training class. And I was like, um, no, I'm going to just keep doing this stuff that I hate. <laughs> so I, I kept doing that. And then eventually he convinced me to take his class and he, he offered to help me, um, in the gym and like learn how to lift. And I was, I remember like being very, very nervous because he was just like big jacks dude. And just like little me who was just didn't know anything. And, um, he like showed me a few things and I left the gym and I was like, whoa, that was cool. We were just there for like two hours and I didn't even realize how, t- how like fast the time had gone by. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So then I started literally same experience as you, Kim. Like he was a dude that just did not train legs. And so I trained upper body like four days a week and honestly neglected legs. Like I never trained my legs. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know like what a butt was. Like I didn't realize <laughs> that you could train your butt. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, and because I was, I was a cyclist too. So I cycled and I considered that like my legs day. And Got then um, I trained upper body. So I built a lot of upper upper body muscle, but I didn't really do anything with my lower body. And then um, I injured myself because I was so, like, kind of fucked up because my body was so, like, not evenly strong. Like, my upper half was super strong. But my lower half was, like, shit. So then I spent, like, two years trying to come out of lower back um, issues. And um, then I found powerlifting. And I was just kind of like dabbling in, in lift, starting to lift heavy again. And a few of my friends from the gym were all going to do a meet. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And they asked me like what I could lift. And I told them, they're like, you would have got first place in our meet in the girls, like in that weight class. I was like, what? No way. So then I started thinking about like, maybe I'll compete. And I did compete. Like this was maybe two years ago. I had a lot of fun with it, but I didn't. I didn't like that I couldn't do other things like um, cardio in a in like or like metabolic conditioning, like circuit style work, which I actually really do enjoy. So then I started moving away from that powerlifting, and now I, I would say now I'm probably at the the most fun training I've ever had, which is like a a pretty good hybrid between like performance based, like you know, being able to have like a pretty high intense cardio threshold and also being as strong as possible and as lean as I can be, which is hard to do, like hard to be in my head. Like it's hard to be strong and lean. I thought those two things did not coincide, but it turns out they do. Um, it turns out they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think like being versatile is my, is my recent, um, like overall training style. Like I can jump, I can run, I can lift things, I can do a pull up, like stuff like that. So not I necessarily training for anything. <laughs> no, I mean I would This sounds like CrossFit. I think you want to come to CrossFit with me. <laughs> I, I'm taking a few random classes and I will say they're really fun because they push me hard. Yeah. So maybe I'll have to come in come yeah. in to your neck of the woods and dan this yeah well the nice thing too is you have like a it's nice when you have a community like somewhere you can go and you know you're gonna see people you like and yeah it's fun it it motivates you more too yeah I've thought about it I definitely have because sometimes it's hard to stay like it's with anything where you have to really push yourself hard it's hard to just just sustain that on your own obviously you know it's like during those low days you just need that extra push from someone else yeah um but yeah, I'm now I'm just kind of exploring and seeing what I what I like, which who knows what it is. It's a mashup. <laughs> <laughs> now, was there a, was there a turning point in your training as you were asking each of us? Was there something that kind of has clicked to get you where you are now? Um, I think my friend that kind of introduced me to lifting for sure opened my eyes and showed me that you don't need to do a fuck ton of cardio to look good. In fact, that's not going to make you look good. Um, And I think actually after my first powerlifting meet, 
I realized that it was it's really cool working towards a really big lofty goal um if that's really really what you want and I kind of realized like actually I don't want to be quote-unquote a power lifter I like the idea of being strong in certain things but not at the expense of being able to you know like run swim bike jump everywhere so I'm I think I've like realized I'm willing to sacrifice some strength so that I can do other things I want to do. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. I don't want to do that other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought I would for sure. Like this is never, I never, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, That's not totally true. I really do want to get better at pull-ups right now. It's not like a top priority, but I want to get to 10. I've been hanging out at eight for a long time. Yeah. 10 is my lifetime goal. Like, I don't yeah. think you get there, but. You can totally get there. Yeah, you for sure can. You just kind of dedica- It's about dedicated practice, and I yeah. just don't, I don't do that. I have a really big goal. It's 20. Wow. Uh, oh, that's a huge goal. I know, yeah. I know. It's aggressive, but I know I can do it, but at least. For sure you can. Yeah, it's just, I have to, I just have to freaking do it. <laughs> um, so no, we'll is see. this a real, is that, is that like a real goal? Like, hey, this I'm going to do this and I've got a plan or just like someday I want to kind of goal? No, no. That's like I'm doing it this year. That sure. Oh, that's what you're going to do this year. That's yeah. your big year goal. Okay. Yeah. So each week for my own pull-up training, like one day is dedicated to um, like a certain amount of volume. So like last week it was do 35 pull-ups in a session in however many sets it takes me. And I add okay. five each week. Um, and then my other day is doing like cluster sets. So like three pull-ups, okay. rest 10 seconds, three pull-ups, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and accumulating volume that way. And then no, just wait, like your, doing your them first randomly. day, you're going to, you're going to add on five pull-ups in a session, not in a row. Correct. You're saying. Yeah. yeah. Say, okay. So like week one was 30, then 35. And then this week will be 40. Um, and you're doing them in sets of however many, like however many you can do at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So it it significantly like drops off. So like the first one's like 10 or 11, whatever. And then it will drop to like whatever six, (laughs) then like five, four, three, two, 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 two. So like it's a 35. Gotcha. (laughs) But yeah. Um, So yeah, that's, that's all for me. (laughs) That's a lot. I know. Yeah. Um, so what about how, what's your training frequency? Like how many days are you guys training like intentionally? Like what's your weeks look like on like, uh, I guess if Monday is day one and Sunday is the last day, like how do you guys structure your, um, your workouts and your rest days and recovery cart? If you do cardio, like what's that look like? Who wants to go first? You want to go, Nicole? Sure. So I usually like um, the way my gym is set up is Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays are strength days, and Tuesdays and Thursdays are conditioning slash gymnastics. So I like to get to two strength days and one sort of conditioning gymnastics day. Um, My schedule is usually a little bit crazy, Um, but that's how I like to pick my three classes. And then on the weekends, I'm skiing. So I have like, I have a gym in my building where we ski, but I don't even use it because I just feel like I'm, I'm getting exercise out on the slopes anyways and chasing the kids around. (laughs) Um, And I can't do more than three days in a row. I usually two and then a break um, and then another one, maybe another two days, but like three days in a row, I can't work out can't because you're like dead by the third day or yeah I'm, yeah. Ju- I'm just I'm sore and I'm tired and I'm so like I'm so sensitive to not overtraining myself yeah has that taken you a little while to recognize your like quote-unquote breaking points yes absolutely because sometimes when you're sore and like sometimes when I'm sore and I'm like feeling a little lazy and don't want to go I know that I'm not that sore and that a workout will actually you know, I'll, I'll, my body will get moving and it will actually help. But sometimes you're too sore, but the workout just sounds awesome and you want to go do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've really learned to just like pull myself back. Like that's not for me today. Um, also modifying stuff and workouts. I never needed to, my modification was just whatever weight I was doing. Yeah. Um, and you know, this whole summer I had to modify so many things, which I think is, is humbling. And so I think it's made me better in the gym so that I don't get hurt again. Yeah. It's like leaving your ego at the door is hard sometimes, yes. I'm sure. I mean, I yes. experienced that too. 
um how do you how do you like manage that um I just it's either I do it or I know that I could get hurt again and be out for months yeah and I would rather modify than be out for months and I and I have had to leave workouts before where I'm like that did something to my back you know after I like because I heard it a couple times, I'm like, all right, you know, and now I've got to take the plates off and pack up, like grab my barbell and everybody's in the middle of their workout. And, um, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's in it. I'm not gonna say it's embarrassing, but it, it almost feels like a little embarrassing. Cause you want to like stay and do your workout. And the last sure. thing you want to do is have to put your weights away and your barbell away. Cause like you, you messed up your back again. Yeah. And I guess that comes with time, right? Like, I mean, you guys have had a lot more time in the gym than me, not to call you out on age, but just, you know, objective <laughs> fact. Like, we beat some old bitches over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take your dentures out at night. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you probably had a lot more life experience in terms of like, just not being stupid. You know, I think yeah. like, for yeah. me, I have been stupid a lot, of course. And I also didn't have a coach for a while. So it's easy to just be like, ah, I'm good. I'm superhuman. Like, I, you know, like I can do this. I'm better than everyone. You know, it's like, no, actually, you're just a human and you're going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing, too. Like the nice thing about where I train is we have coaches like we have small classes and we have a coach. So we have a coach there that we can talk to anytime we want if I need a modification I'll just I won't even think I won't even use my brain for them I'll be like what do you want me to like I want to modify tell me yeah you know what I mean so um I've gotten better at asking for help more um and I just for me it's I'd rather I don't want to get hurt and not be able to work out because working for me is like my life and my stress reliever and it makes me feel better so if I can't do it I'm miserable so yeah Fair enough. Yeah. What about you, Kim? So I train four days a week, two upper body days, two lower body days. In theory, I'm training Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, but I have to be flexible with how my schedule is. And I, I get those four days in. Um, I start the week off with deadlifts, which is always super fun. And on my lower body days, I always start with doing some power development these days. So like jumping or speed deadlifts, just trying to move with a lot of power and speed. And that's really, really fun. I've been doing that the past like three months and I really like it. Um, and then I head into my main lift of the day. So it's on lower body day, it's either a squat or a deadlift and on upper body day, it's always bench press and you know, I'm doing low reps. I'm sorry, low weight, I'm saying this totally backwards, low reps, higher weight for those moves. And then the rest of the workout, it's higher reps. You know, the middle of the workout's usually eight to 10 reps of a couple of sets of different things. And then finishing off with some high rep isolation stuff, maybe cable pull-throughs for lower body day or, you know, uh, rear delt raises on an upper body day. And that's kind of the flow of my workouts. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, How long do your workouts usually take you? Oh gosh, a ridiculous amount of time. Um, two hours is very normal. Um, both because I need a lot of rest for those heavy sets. Sure. And because I have terrible ADHD and can't focus as so in between <laughs> sets, I start messing around, like answering client questions and, you know, cleaning out the closet in the gym or something. And I'm just down there way too long. I'm yeah. down there way too long. It's actually one of the drawbacks for me of working out in my own home gym. I would not do that if I drove to a gym and went into the gym. I would not be there for, you know, two and a half hours sometimes. I would – I'd bet I'd get out in an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which I realize for most people is a ridiculously long workout. But for powerlifting, that's often how it has to be. You know, I have I have two minutes, sometimes three minutes between sets for the first couple of sets of the day. Right. And for everyone listening, why is that? Uh, because when you're lifting that kind of weight, you need that kind of recovery time. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm lifting three reps um, for deadlifts, I'm taking two to three minutes to recover. Yeah. And I think that's something also like rest periods is people think like they have to just go from like set to set to set to set. 
Um, yeah. Or, like, if you're not, you know, I think we covered this in, like, our myths episode, but if you're not, like, dripping sweat or if you're not, like, out of breath and, like, are you even working? And, you know, you can, you're a testament to it. Like, you're getting strong as hell right now and your rest periods are probably longer than ever. And Yeah, which it's true. And that's just for the main move of the day for the rest of the workout, which is probably the type of workout that most people are doing. I definitely am not taking that kind of rest, but still, like, 45 seconds. Yeah. You know, which a lot of people skip by either because they're in a rush or because they think it's important to not stop moving, right? They just feel like they need to keep going, like you were just saying. But the yeah. rest period really is like is necessary if you're gonna if you're gonna push heavy weight, which you know is necessary to change your body. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for me, I'm I'm pretty similar to you, Kim. Um I am doing two upper body, two lower body, but actually I would say it's two lower body, one completely upper body, and one eh, total-ish body, um, only because I am actually, I've never had to do this before, but I'm actually trying to decrease my upper body mass a little. Um, Really? Yeah. It's kind of, uh, it's just something I've realized, like I, like I, I said way back when, like I was training chest and shoulders and back so much. Uh, when I first started training that I, I just want like my upper body to be like, I was not being able to like, I was not able to fit into the clothes that I wanted to wear, like my regular clothes. Interesting. Um, yeah. And so I just haven't been training upper body as much as I used to. So now one solely upper body day and then one day where mostly like either core, lower body um, and some, and like pull-ups is the main thing I've been doing pull-ups. for upper body. Yeah. But um, a lot less benching, a lot less, like, big barbell row stuff, and more vertical pulling. Um, Got it. And, yeah, it's been kind of nice, actually, to to change things up. So that's my four days. And then I do one day of hot yoga um, and one day with my trainer who I do, like, metabolic conditioning with he basically like treats me like a hamster and just puts me through these insane circuits with no rest or (laughs) or minimal rest and just kind of like really taxes me um in a in more of a cardiovascular way like a a like a hybrid way I guess you would it's probably comparable to you Nicole with like CrossFit where you have strength and conditioning kind of like in one in one workout yeah um yeah so and that's that, fun, that, on, a, that, that on a totally separate day than your other workouts. Yeah. Yeah. That's its own thing. So you're um, training six days. Yeah. Six days. And my seventh day is either like straight up lazy, like just go for a walk or um, sometimes I'll just do like some light band stuff, but probably not. Um, I've been trying to been trying to be better about like a solid full rest day because that it it really does make a huge difference in my strength and energy yeah. overall. Um, but yeah, it, I've had a hard time actually with taking full rest days in the past. Like I just so love talk moving. to us about that. Okay, so you, that's why because you like moving. Yeah, I. It's not for any like oh I need to burn calories because like I don't I I don't really care about that. It's more like I have a lot of energy and if I don't expend it, I just like. I feel like I twiddle my thumbs a lot. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. I like, you know. Um, and it also makes me a lot more productive throughout the day if I move in, a, in at some point throughout the day. Um, when I don't work out, it, I feel, like, super lazy, super unmotivated. Um, like, I'm not a good role model. Like, it's it's not, you know, when I say it out loud, it's not rational. But in my <laughs> head... <laughs> in my head it's like yeah no I'm like I'm so gross I'm a bad coach I'm an awful kid <laughs> like it's so oh much stuff. <laughs> now um, how long so do I your have... workouts take Sam um <clears throat> my my metabolic conditioning one like kind of the crazy one that's usually about an hour maybe maybe a little bit more um my hot yoga day is 90 minutes and then my strength my strength training it depends how much I dick around during my sets like sometimes (laughs) I'll just like dance in between my sets and sometimes I'll film so that will take time yeah that's one of the Um, other things I get caught up doing a lot of yeah I've been filming a lot lately just because people have wanted it so I'm like okay um but 
if I don't film and I actually stick to my rest periods, I would say like a little over an hour, maybe 90 minutes. Um, but again, it's like, that's like my me time. That's like the one time where I have where I'm like in the zone. I don't have to respond to anything. I don't check my phone like with clients. Like that's my, my section of time for just me. So if I'm feeling myself that day, then I'm probably going to be in the gym a little bit longer. If not, then I'll get out, get in, get out. Nice. So, yeah, that's All the right. that's a general overview. Um, so for you guys, another question. Uh, what's your – I know we actually kind of covered – we talked about this maybe in our goal-setting one, but maybe since the new year's here, maybe you guys have had new goals. Do you guys have any new goals within your training – um, within maybe like short term and long term for yourselves, not to get injured is a big one. <laughs> that's, that's my biggest goal: is don't get injured. Um, Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, my goals are still the same: three hundred pound deadlift, body weight bench, and ideally, I'd like to get my squat back up. Um, I was squatting two hundred this time last year. I'd love to get to two twenty five by the end of the year. So if, cool. I, if I stay injury free, that would be amazing. And that's my plan. Hell yeah. What about you, Nicole? Um, yeah, obviously my big one is not to get injured. And then um, we have the CrossFit Open comes up soon. So um, I'd like to just be able to do those workouts every week and not um, be totally bad. But again, I'm just not in the same place as I was last year when I was doing them um but yeah just to be able to do those workouts um for I think it's like six or seven weeks and um feel pretty good in them that would be that would be awesome plus um my double unders I don't know if you guys jump rope but um I want I'm to terrible better. at double unders yeah those are hard you know what they are hard um but I don't practice enough so whenever I do spend time with it on the gym like it will take me a little while and I can get some, but I'd like to be able to do like a decent amount in a row. Cause I'm more like, you know, six singles to a double six singles. And then I can get down to like a few singles and a double, but I can't really do more than two or three doubles in a row. Mm. So I'd like to get better at that. Ooh. The last time I jumped rope, unders? I actually went through a phase where I was obsessed with jumping rope and, but then I hurt myself with the rope. Yeah. Like, I whip myself all it, the time. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it can is be so painful. Fucking painful. Yeah, thank God my <laughs> husband does CrossFit and knows, or else he would be like, "Why do you have these whip marks on your butt?" Yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually, really embarrassing story. I did. Um, I was trying double unders and I like sucked at them, so I just kept whipping myself. And I ha- I was in like a wedding, um, like that weekend after I had this whole, you know time with the jump rope <laughs> and it looked like I had gotten like beat up uh-huh. like the backs of my arms were all like covered in these red welts oh my gosh and and, and I'm like I don't know if this is for me <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I just need to get better at it and stop and like use a nicer jump rope but I was using one of those light like speedy ones and uh yeah it hurts it does hurt I think it's fun. I can jump rope. Like, I like to jump rope, but the double enders I find really challenging. I feel like an elephant trying to stay up there, trying to get that <laughs> rope under twice. Yeah. I feel like it's in the wrist. It's like, all in the wrist. Maybe. Know. Yeah, it's all know. in the wrist. It's all your wrist. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's all maybe all, all right. it's all your We'll wrist. have to get a lesson from you. <laughs> yeah. I can probably teach it better than I could do it, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also usually pee myself, too, with double unders. So there's that. <laughs> that's pretty common yeah, though at least for oh, the yeah. female population yeah for sure so can i ask a question and is that allowed sam no, of course. So, <laughs> so do you train your clients the way you train or do you train them differently oh that's such a good question um i'll answer first i guess so i used to yes i used to train them like i train which was body parts split which is not as effective obviously um like it I used to train my clients very um uninformed in an uninformed way when I first started out and I didn't really know like what I was doing then I realized like you can't train your clients for you you need to train your clients for them um yes so I stopped being well I don't want to say selfish but I stopped 
I kind of stepped outside and said, okay, like, let's actually see what they need. So I train them in the same way. Like I structure the workout. Yes. Um, where there's like the heavy move at the beginning and then some middle like accessories, like, you know, eight to 12 range and then lighter finishers. Um, and then, you know, they're free to do cardio and stuff, but I would say like, I could do their workouts and they would fit fine with my plan and vice versa. It's just a more of a matter of like exercise selection or tempo, stuff like that. Like little things kind of, kind of change. Mm-hmm. What about, about you? you, Nicole? Um, yeah, I mean, no, because so my, I train my clients basically how I used to train, um, like bodybuilding style. I do mix in like AMRAP. Um, so that they can get their heart rate up because usually when they come to me, they're, they're just done with running and they just want to spend train. Um, I also have a lot of postpartum clients. Um, so their exercises are limited and they're changing every month as, you know, as their weeks of postpartum go out. So, um, yeah, they're very, they're very different from mine. And there's no barbell stuff. All my clients are usually new to strength training and it's all dumbbell kettlebell and body weight oh nice what about you kim um i have some similarities but for the most part no because most of my clients are not um going to be power lifters or train in uh with barbells i do have clients who are really excited to learn how to bench press deadlift um and squat and for them they do train a lot like me um, and I love that. I think it's really fun. Um, I have several clients who have bought barbells in the past few months because they're excited to watch my training and they, they want to learn some of that style. Not that any of them are going to compete, but they are interested in it. And I do like that. Um, but the majority of my clients train with dumbbells. Um, and I do, as you said, Sam, the structure of the workouts are set up the same, you know, with a heavier move, uh, heavier move or two at the beginning and then going into more of that middle range, eight to 12 reps and ending with some endurance stuff. Um, so that way is similar, but the actual um, powerlifting training, no, that's not for most of my clients, um, the way I have my, their training set up because it's, it's not their goal. Right. 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 So. Yeah. I think also it's cool for clients to see like us work out, right? Like they get excited and like, oh my God. People like, do like it. They really do. Yeah. I've had, I've actually had a few clients like, hey, I want to use the barbell or like, hey, I want a hip thrust. Or, <laughs> yeah. Like, I had a client just get um, a barbell for her home gym and she's like, guess what I got? And she like yeah. sent me a photo. She was so excited and I was even more excited. I know. It's I was fun. like, we are going to have so much fun with this thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so it is I cool like sharing that excitement with with them because you get it like it's it's like a it's you can you can relate you can give them cues and um you know you you've been through that like you've experienced it you've done all the exercises so you can relate yeah one of my clients um, who is interested in powerlifting just put her squat rack in just built a squat rack in her house yesterday oh um, shit she's so excited she sent me a video of her husband and her husband's friend put the rack in and she did her first bench pressing session and was just so excited. So That's that awesome. was a fun moment. Cool. So I figure we could rack up, wrap up. Uh, but before we go, I want to know what is your, um, do you prefer upper body or lower body days? And what is your favorite exercise and your least favorite exercise? Hmm. Kim, you go first. <laughs> um, I, for lower it's so hard for me because I love deadlift I love it but bench press is coming in fast I really do like working on my bench press so I'm gonna still go lower body day deadlift is my favorite um my least favorite exercise ever is Bulgarian split squats or anything Uh. anything like it they really are so challenging they're such um, a good exercise, but I hate them. I, I, do, I, I do program them for all of my clients, however. <laughs> so, they hurt so good. They're I just did them so today. good. Ugh. And I, I did notice that they are on my, my training plan this month, and I hate that, but there they are. Do you do them with a dumbbell or barbell? How do you do them? Uh, both. It depends on what's on my plan. I didn't notice this month what will be there, but I've done both. Yeah. Oof. yeah. Both are brutal. They are. Um, and – so your favorite deadlift and your least favorite Bulgarian split squats. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, what about you, Nicole? Um, so I definitely prefer to train lower body mm-hmm. all day, every day. 
Um, <laughs> my legs just don't get as sore as my upper body. Like I can do nothing and my upper body is sore. It's the worst. Um, and my legs never get sore, but my upper body, it's funny. It looks like I, I look more jacked on my upper body than I do on my lower body. So it's very weird. Um, yeah. I would say my least favorite exercise in the entire world is uh, probably bear crawling. Oh, really? Yeah, we do so interesting. Yeah, we do a lot of bear crawling. I just don't like it. Um, Why? I don't know. It's just like they're kind of fun. Yeah, no, I just don't like it. I just don't like getting my hands on the dirty friggin' floor. Oh, (laughs) got it. You know, it's just it's just gross to me. Um, And I would say my favorite is probably pistol squats. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. And I was, before I hurt my back, I was, you know, weighted pistol squats. So (laughs) I was really digging them and um, trying to get back into those now. Just, um, I can still do them. It's just, I had to work back into them the last few months. And so I'd like to get better at those. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Sam? Um, Definitely lower body for sure would be my choice of day uh well let's go least favorite exercise i i might have to agree with you on bulgarians but i secretly like in a kind of fucked up way i do love them because i know it's so effective yeah like i love and hate them it's it's like i don't know if it's my favorite or my least favorite it's (laughs) it's one of the two (laughs) um and as of recently, um, I've really, really loved really controlled single leg step ups. Um, oh, those are fun. Yeah. Like really uh, no, no use of the back leg, like mm-hmm. solely the front leg and then controlling it on the way down with like basically doing a pistol squat on the way down. Um, and it's just like a lot of mind muscle and control. So I've been enjoying those a lot lately, too. I mean, I think. I think deadlifts great, but uh, yeah, I would say single leg step ups or or hip thrusts. Those are so much fun. I love yeah. them. Yeah, my butt loves them. Yeah. Mentally, yeah. it's like oh crap. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, see, I like them even mentally. I think they're I think they're a fun challenge. I don't feel the same way about those as I do about Bulgarian split squats. Bulgarian split squats. <laughs> I'm just like no. <laughs> I, I I haven't trained super heavy hip thrusts in a while, but whenever I've had them on my program, I've been really excited. Yeah. Like I used to really- not do um, Bulgarian split squats or front squats, like if they were programmed for me. I just wouldn't do them. I was like, just no, no, just not doing it. <laughs> so I've been front loading for the past few months and I'm starting to feel like I like it. I was very intimidated by it before. You know, because it's not, you can't, I'm not as strong because I haven't trained that way. So I always just was like, I don't want to train holding things in the front. Yeah. But I've been doing it for a good couple of months and I'm liking it. Yeah. It's so much core. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Like front loaded lunges and squats and all of that. That's hard stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't typically do much front squatting only because I'm naturally quad dominant anyways. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't do much, but like a good old goblet squat will tear me right up. Actually, that's the worst exercise. Uh, what? Goblet yep. squats? I, <laughs> that's yep. ridiculous. Damn. Heavy <laughs> goblet squats make me want to die. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like half body weight yeah. with a dumbbell. Like those yeah. are brutal. Everything hurts. Like your core, your upper body, your legs. It's total. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, it's they're hard. But I would do them all day, any day, if I didn't have to do one set of Bulgarian. Really? <laughs> yeah, I like goblet squats. Yeah, I do too. Oh, I can't. I don't know. I yeah. <laughs> I hate them. Interesting. That. So, do you guys have any upper body moves that are like super fun for you? Hmm. Or do you just kind of tolerate upper body? I love I think like, pull-ups. I love kettlebell stuff. Any kettlebell upper body stuff I love. Okay. Kettlebells are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Kettlebells are yeah. like my my jam. I love kettlebells. Yeah. I, I would say chin-ups. Uh I like lateral raises. I think I like exercises where you can actually like see or feel the muscle working. Mm, that always gets me excited because I'm like, oh muscles, yay. 
Muscles. <laughs> Muscles are so much fun. They're so cool. <laughs> what about you? Oh, I just I love bench pressing. I really do. I, I get excited about bench pressing. I like making little tweaks to my form to make it stronger and feel better. And yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah. Actually, it just feels really I, powerful. Yeah, bench. I do love bench, but I haven't been able to bench regularly because uh, I have a really tight not I have a knot in my shoulder right now so I can't um like I can't typically like do regular bench so I've been doing I've been using like a football bar so you can neutral grip oh yeah yeah um and that's actually been super fun because it's so much tricep and it's just like a totally different feel but I, I will agree with you I do love bench when I when I feel strong in it I love it yeah so I've never used that I saw that bar at your gym when I was there with you I've never used yeah. one like that but it looks really it's, it looks like a great option it is. It's really good for anyone with shoulder issues or just if you want to hit more tricep. Um, and, yeah, when you come back to Boston, you can come use it. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> All right, ladies. All right. Well, hopefully this has been helpful for everyone uh, here in a little bit of um, the variety, the spice of life between all three of us. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it you know it helps people realize there's lots of ways to train. And just because one is good doesn't make the others wrong. You know, there's, there's lots of ways to do it and find what you love. Yeah. yeah. I think that's at the end of the day, it's like, there's no one size fits all. It's like, you got to enjoy what you're doing or else you won't keep doing it. Yeah. Agree. All right. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> on that note, we're out of here. <laughs> All right. Catch you next time, ladies. All right. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. That wraps it up for this episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. I sure hope you enjoyed it and that you found value in it. If you did, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review wherever you're listening. It does help to get this podcast um, in front of more people. Of course, I'd love it if you subscribed so you can always be aware when another episode comes available. Thanks so much for being here and I'll see you next time on the Decades of Strength podcast.